Testing. Testing, 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 testing. Test. <laughs> Do, you Do you read? <laughs> Big SpongeBob fans in this house. I mean, yes, but you're, so you're, me. you're, yeah, you have like number one SpongeBob knowledge. I do. I'm a SpongeBob nerd. Like, I love Star Wars, but the knowledge that you have of Star Wars is much more than I do. Mm-hmm. I'm like that with with SpongeBob. Do you remember that one time recently I corrected you and you got so mad yeah. about Star Wars? Yes. Then I had to apologize because I didn't realize that you were so mad. Because all of you Star Wars fans I know. It was the way are I, insufferable. The way, I know. The way I said it was, yeah, it was not It was not good. He belittled me, everyone. Yeah. But he knows not to do it anymore. Yep. Yep. And you I learned. know not to talk about Star Wars ever again for the rest of my life. No. We learn from our mistakes. That's what we do. How's it all look? Good? Levels? Yeah. I think it's fine. All right. I've got my partner in crime, Duke, sitting on my very small papasan chair with me. Yes. And Duke is a 60-pound long dog. He's a Catahoula leopard, for those of you that know what kind of dog that is. And he's... Catahoula and Australian Shepherd. He's Yeah, he's a mix, but he's all Catahoula. I mean, if you look at him, you don't even see Australian Shepherd at all in him. And he um, runs like a, gray, uh, a greyhound. Yeah. Basically. The, he's He'd be zooming. Yeah. And he fast. He's like a another person. He's so big. That's why we call him our child. Yeah. He's, he's a baby. The biggest baby. Yeah. For sure. He's a good boy, though. He is. Yeah. How was your day today? It was good. I slept a lot and I feel tired still. Well, yeah. <clears throat> I don't I don't know why recently when I sleep less, there's like a there's like a middle ground. Maybe because I'm turning into an old man. I don't know. Turning into an old man? I know. I know. Currently. Yeah. I I really am because I I've noticed pretty much since we've been married, I've noticed we have there's a, there's this fine line. If I sleep eight or more hours, mm-hmm. I'll feel more tired when I wake up. Yeah. If I sleep less than six, I'll be okay, but then I'll I'll be tired. I'll get tired, very tired throughout the day. I slept six or seven though is like my perfect. I don't know why, because it used to be more, but currently now I guess because I'm old, six to seven hours is like when I feel sixty seven hours. Six. <laughs> Two seven. <laughs> Honestly, more six, which is weird because I I was like googling. I'm like, is that healthy? Is that enough? I think everybody's different. It seems to be still a healthy number. If at I least take like I've shorter looked. bursts of sleep, I feel like I have more energy. So last night I went to bed at eleven. I think we. Well, I did. You went to bed around like probably midnight. I can't. Yeah, I can't fall asleep at yeah. 11. And I woke up at 8.30 I, and I yeah. feel like I got hit by a truck still this morning. Really? I was so tired. I could have slept longer, much longer. Yeah. I didn't sleep. I didn't fall asleep much later. It was like 12.30. Mm. But like that's early for me to fall asleep. Yeah. But I did. And yeah. Yeah. That would have been exactly eight hours. Because mm. we got up at 8.30. Yeah. So... I don't know. I, like, I feel more tired than if I would have slept six. I would have felt way more refreshed. I don't understand how my body is. That's how my body is now because I'm old. Your so body, there you go. Your body's like that now. 
Like John Mayer. <laughs> okay, I, I, I get where you're, you're going. Batty. Yeah. Batty. Batty. Batty is a wonderland. <laughs> That's how he says it. It is. Family Guy referenced that. Stewie, Stewie was like, that's how I say it. That's how Joel Mayer says it. Batty. <laughs> the yeah. news of the world. <laughs> best, best Stewie One and Brian, like, episodes. Episode. One of the best. Encounter, yeah. Like, between the both. I lost my mind. <laughs> They're just terrified of the album cover. I, <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> we have a news of the world magnet. I've had it for a long time and it used to be on the refrigerator, but now it's on our washing now machine. It's on our washing machine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. It's just like, I felt like it should be there. No, it's perfect. I saw when you put it there and I like, I looked, I was in the garage and I was like, what the heck? Yeah. And I was like, all right, actually Did this you is like perfect. Did you cower in fear when you saw that? No, I'm not like them. I'm, oh, okay. No. Got it. I'm a queen stan. I do. Like I, I'll like flinch. Like if I see a bug when I pa- walk past the washing machine now, I'm like. <laughs> oh, so you're oh. scared of it. Mm. Not really. Mm. Just a little what, bit. What's great about the episode is they never explain why. <laughs> but it makes sense though. Like what <laughs> <laughs> but that's what's so funny about it is they just don't explain it. They're just like these two are terrified, <laughs> and you have no idea why. <laughs> and I remember seeing it for the first time, and I was like, "Why are they?" It's like they're scared, but I also get why they're scared, and there's like no reason. Yeah. Like I get it. Yeah, it's so funny to me. So funny. They really hit the nail on the head with that episode. I gotta say, mm-hmm. the three of us that understood what it. Yeah. You know, Make sure you're right on the mic i just okay. want to make sure we we move the mic around a little bit we're just also sure. when i'm talking it's kind of jiggling that's not going to come up in the thing is it i don't know should we play it back and make sure that it's not like because was time it I not like, jiggling before i don't think so because you see how it's kind of like why is it ooh, doing that now because it's probably hitting my oh it's hitting my pillow that's why here okay it's okay yeah just move that it should be good fixed is it good now yeah it's good now yeah it's okay not, okay <clears throat> All right, anything else before we get into our movie today? Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, not really. I, I think I'm going to mention going into this movie that we just watched. We literally just finished it, and we were like, let's just record. Uh, going I, in real fresh. I thought that this was kind of on brand since the government is now telling us, confirming that alien life is real. Just like out of nowhere. Just like out of nowhere, this the whistleblower past- is like, hey, uh, yeah, so here are the secrets, and here's what I can confirm, and here's what I'm not allowed to disclose. The past, like, 80 years, just every time the government's like, no, you didn't see any of that. Yeah. And then now. Now all of a sudden. In 2023, they're Which just like, yeah. Makes me think they're covering up something. Exactly. So, like, totally. What else are you hiding? <laughs> right, okay, so I totally am an alien extraterrestrial space nerd like yeah, i we, love that oh just sorry i was saying do you want to start with that like do you believe in aliens i've always believed in aliens yeah. until the government said yeah they're real now i'm like hmm are they real <laughs> whatever the government says because i the don't opposite. trust them right <laughs> yeah i know right? i'm not now i'm like skeptical they, the government has not had a good track record of being like you can trust us right 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 yeah. So now I'm like, oh, like yeah. okay. I think aliens are real, mm-hmm. but I don't think what they're doing right now is just disclosing information. I think it is a cover up for something else that we're not supposed to be looking at. It's like, hey, look over here, aliens are right. real. That has nothing to do with aliens. Correct. For like what really is going on is what you're saying. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right, I can right. see that. Yeah. yeah. They do that. Oh yeah. They've been known to do that. Yeah. We're gonna get assassinated because we're like giving away the secrets. 
of the government. That no. Their tactics. <laughs> no, I don't think it'll be that way until like if we're on like Joe Rogan level. Yeah. Of views. Yeah, true. Because didn't he have some alien dude on I'm there? I'm sorry. Can you hear Duke sniffing? <laughs> Probably. It's he's, okay. His nose is like up to the mic and he's just going. <laughs> he said, yo, dog, and pass me like, the mic. He's like, I got something pass to say. I got something to say about aliens, hold guys. On, hold on, hold I've on, seen him hold before. On, hold on, <laughs> Still on this record. <laughs> I picture Duke's voice. Y'all get some more drinks going on. I sound a whole lot better. <laughs> oh, yeah. Duke has a deep voice. Like, if you had a human voice, For sure. it's low. So, the movie, The yeah. Fourth Kind. The Fourth Kind. 2009. Released, yes. Released in 2009. So, right away, this is, a, this is a movie that you and I both have seen before. Yes. I was thinking about it. I, for sure, have only seen it once, and I think I saw it in 2009, the year it came out. So there was specific scenes I remember watching it now today, mm-hmm. but besides that, I didn't remember a whole lot. Right. I so definitely also saw it when it came out. Only once? No. I've definitely... Any alien movie, I'm, yeah. I'm re-watching it and dissecting it just because I, I love that sort of... So I don't want to say sci-fi because is right. it fiction, you know? Right. So, I mean, apparently this movie is... Because I've been looking up articles about this movie because in the beginning it talks about how these are based on a true mm-hmm. story in Nome, Alaska, and this doctor uh, you know, was real, and these are real footage, and this is real footage. But I looked it up because I was like, is it? Or are they just trying to like, you know, get us excited? And based on what I can find, everyone is saying that this is a farce in its entirety. And I'll get a little bit more really? into that later. Yeah. yeah, let's hold off on that for a second because I want to do uh, the director. The director, because I want to make sure we have proper, like, the way we started. The director, uh, what we thought of the movie, all that. Yeah. So what's the name of this director, Jared? So the director of this movie, Olatunde Osusanme. Osusami? Osusami. Osusami, I believe. Olatunde Osusami. Nailed it. Yes. <laughs> so looking at what he's done, he's only done four movies that doesn't seem like really much of anything. And then after that, he did a lot of TV, which actually some cool stuff TV wise. Movie wise, he did, oh no, three movies. The Cavern, The Fourth Kind, and Evidence. Never even heard of these other two. So then he went to TV. He did The Minority Report miniseries which i've never seen and i kind of want to because i love that movie and it's a cool concept and actually i heard the miniseries are not bad he did the tv show gotham for a little bit only one episode he did two episodes of bates motel i know you love that show heck yeah yeah i did too and then now he's currently doing star trek discovery which is unfortunate because that show went downhill Mm, a moment of silence i'm not a huge star trek fan but a lot of new star trek has been I don't want to be mean, but it's 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 very bad. All right, what did you think of this movie? Now, like second, third time, I don't know. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's been a little while since yeah. I watched this movie last. Yeah. Um, it's somebody who likes scarier movies. Not that I would classify this as horror per se. Uh, it definitely has some very chilling scenes in it. Um, disturbing. I would even say, and it's, I, I like when I can watch. Very disturbing. Yeah, and I can, and I like when I can watch, uh, I'm a fan of those scarier movies that have, it almost looks like camcorder footage 
Um, it just makes it feel a little bit more authentic, I'd say. So when I see, like Blair Witch Project did it probably the for best sure. for the first time. And it's like, oh my gosh, it just makes it feel like this is really happening and this is real footage. And it makes it a little bit more scary to me. The VHS thing, seeing something in VHS, just automatically, it just looks scarier. Yes. Usually. I, I would say. Yeah. And overall, I, I really enjoyed that aspect of it. There's some corny parts yeah. of this movie, I would say, but I feel like a lot of scarier thriller movies have those moments. Usually, yeah. Usually has some kind of cheesiness some, to yeah, it. Yeah, a little yeah. bit of a, of a corny feel. Um, overall, though, I thought it was well done. The acting of the side characters, like the patients of Dr. Uh, her name's Dr. Abigail um, T- Tyler. Sorry, Dr. Yes. Abigail Tyler. That's Mila Jovovich. Is that mm-hmm. how you say your name? Okay. Um I think they were the best actors of this movie, to be honest with you. They were Uh, good, yeah. They were very good at, you know, portraying these people that are just horrified and having these out-of-body experiences uh, very well. I was impressed with with how they were doing. And I I like that the the director was actually in this film. Yeah, that was cool. um, Interviewing the, in quotes, real life person that this happened to. Well, we can get into that too and a little will, bit later because yes. is she real? Right, because the, the movie opens up with Mila Jovovich saying that this is a true story that happened and there is real footage and that names are changed to protect the identities of those affected. And you're like, oh, you know, okay, mm-hmm. sure. So you go into it and you think that when you're watching this, sure, it could be real footage. There are definitely some parts of these the movie where you're like, did this really happen? But if you're someone like me that believes in stuff like that and like not to expose myself, but like the spiritual realm mm-hmm. and believe that you can levitate, you know, in certain circumstances, I would believe. It. I mean, if somebody told me that this was real, I would be like, oh, OK, you know, and I wouldn't even think twice about it. Yeah. Yeah, I <clears throat> I thought the movie was good. I so I've only seen it once when it came out, and I remember being because I didn't I didn't go into it all to see like is this did this like any was this footage actually real or any of that. So just seeing it the first time, I was I was pretty terrified afterwards. Seeing like you know when they show the actual shots, mm-hmm. not the people recreating it, like the actual shots. Right. But that was really it that I remember of it. <clears throat> and then seeing it now, I liked it a little bit less. I still liked it, but I could see what you're saying about there is some kind of cheesy corniness to it. Uh, like you said, though, the actors that recreated it were very good. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So that was the first couple of questions. We got a couple more before we actually get into it more. Does this movie hold up? Now, this is only this is the newest movie we've done so far. Uh, yes. We're at 14 years it's, I mean, it's a 14-year-old movie now, so it's still it's a little bit older. Mm-hmm. So do you think this movie holds up? Yeah, I think it holds up because technically this movie came out in 2009, but this is based on events that happened in the 2000s, like in 2000, the yeah. year 2000. You know, the outfits are a little dated, the technology is a little dated, but that's on purpose. So I, I think it holds up. I think it does for the most part, like especially visually, like it looks good. Again, I haven't really seen much of what this director has done, but there's some there's some cool shots. Just yeah. not any of like the, the footage stuff, because mm-hmm. obviously that's older, but 
just some of the shots he does are pretty cool. But yeah, I, I mean, I guess, yeah, for the most part, I would say it holds up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and I, and I did like it, but yeah, there's just some aspects I'm like, I don't know. I will say, though, like, it's an hour and a half long, the movie. That's perfect, because if it was any longer, I think I would have been kind of like over it. Yeah, I agree. You know? It was because, a good amount of time yeah. that it took, yeah. All right, we got two more questions, and then we can get into all the notes and everything else. Best scene. What do you think is the best scene of the movie? Best scene. I think my favorite scene yeah. is at the end when they have Abby on surveillance, and that cop is outside of the house because the uh, sheriff... Um, Sheriff August, who is Will Patton in this movie, yes, puts her under surveillance because she's just gone insane. You know, he doesn't believe in any of this, so he's like, "You're under 24 hour, 48 hour surveillance. You will not leave this house, or you're under arrest." You know, so they park a cop outside of her house to make sure that she doesn't go anywhere, right? And the cop gets out of his car because he sees some sort of flying object come above the house and it's taking people out of the house and he calls in you know he's I need backup there's some sort of flying object and it's they switch to like the cop cam that's recording the house and you see just this big black orb go over top of the house before the footage just gets all staticky because obviously these things can't be photographed or videotaped as we've learned in the movie so far i loved seeing that shot where it just kind of closes in and then it goes you know and you're like oh my gosh like yeah finally we're seeing a ufo or what do they call them now um i think it's uff no it starts with an a Um, oh no you ufp because it's phenomenon it's aerial a uf you phenomena is in it now. I UAP. Think. It's a UAP, an unidentified aerial phenomenon. Yes, there you go. That's what they call it now. Which they talk about that in the movie Nope. Why they started calling the the theories on why they started yeah. calling them UAPs instead of UFOs is because when you hear UAP, anybody now, you have no idea what that is. When you hear UFO, you immediately think aliens. So. In Nope, that guy talks about how they changed it so that people wouldn't freak out when they hear UAP and they wouldn't even give it a second thought because they don't know what it means, right? Yeah. So you kind of have to look up what a UAP is, but UFO, you obviously know what that is. No spoilers for Nope, but I think that movie does a better job with this kind of subject. Oh, I loved it was very Loved cool. Nope. It was very cool. We'll do that one eventually. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, newer movies like that, I kind of want to, not that we have to, like we could do a new movie right away. But Mm -hmm. we kind of want to do older stuff first, but we could do that later on down the road Mm -hmm. for sure. Because I also like stuff that we have seen. I like to, if we are going to do it, have it be a while. So we haven't seen it recently. So we're kind of going to it more fresh. Okay. You know? Yeah, that makes sense. What was yours? Uh, Best scene. Mine's going to be either one of the... So I put either Abby, Abel, and Dr. Odusami visit Scott at home and... He does his freak out and jumps on oh, bed. Oh man! That's the only jump scare. I definitely jumped. Yeah. When he's when he shot up. When he shot up. Yep. And he starts levitating. Because I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. That whole scene was very good because it's that's one of the most creepiest. I have another note about another spot that's like probably the creepiest part, but either that one or the one later when it's Abby starting to freak out and then she starts talking in allegedly Sumerian. Right. And Those her jaw kind of breaks yeah. open. That was. I hate that. I that hate was, when I see that. <laughs> yeah, I know. That was that was scary. I don't like it. All right, last question: best performance. 
Who do you think did the best? Oh, I guess you kind of said. Do you think the like the actual patients or the people? You think they were the best actors in this? In my opinion, I would say yes. Mm-hmm. I think, and uh, Will Patton did a good job at playing the sheriff. He's always good at doing it. He, sheriff. I mean, he's literally like the sheriff in so many. Things. I know. Yeah, he's good at it. He's just a good sheriff. Uh, as much as he aggravated me in this movie, yeah, he did. It just shows how well he did because I was so freaking For aggravated sure. at him. Uh, so yeah, I would say of the main characters, he did the best of the the characters playing the patients, either the the man that played Scott or Tommy. Um, Tommy is played by Corey Johnson. I'm not yes. sure who plays Scott. Enzo Silenti. I can't say the last name. C I L E N T I. Mm. Both of these people I haven't seen in anything. Yeah, that's what else is interesting because even um, Abel Campos played by. Elias Cotiers, Cotier, I don't know if it's, I don't know. He didn't even look familiar either. That's the other, uh, you know, that the movie actually starts with. It's like Mila Jovovich, Jovovich, I guess it's not a J, you say Y, yeah. right? Yeah. Will Patton, mainly just them two. Like everyone else didn't really recognize at all, which is interesting. But I actually, I would say best performance, I would say the, uh, he is a doctor, right? Dr. Owoloa. Oaloa. Odusemi. Yes. Odusemi. Mm-hmm. Played by Hakeem Kai Kazim. He looks kind of familiar. I don't know if I've seen him anything, but he was very good. I, I liked, because he actually didn't have that many lines. No, he wasn't in it that much. No. I like how he actually, he actually looked like he knew what he was talking about. Like he played someone that actually has, like mm-hmm. he says, he's researched mm-hmm. the Sumerian language and yeah. all the Sumerian culture for what do you say like 30 years or something crazy so like and he really did that well where he was like I know what I'm talking about the only one that believed Abby from the beginning yeah I think I think he was one of the best performance wise yeah I did like him too so yeah we kind of went through the actors we can go through some of the actors individually in a little bit if we want actually we can go ahead and do that now because all of our notes will kind of jump around anyway Mm -hmm. so we already talked about Will Patton we thought of him he's just good at doing the cop thing Mm-hmm. He, or the sheriff, he does that a lot in a lot of a lot of things. Yeah, he's in so much stuff. Like he's even in Silo now, and I thought he retired from acting. No, he's so good in Silo. Yeah, he's always great. But like again, a cop in Silo. <laughs> yeah, he's a sheriff. He, no, no, he was not. Right, he was not the, the sheriff. He, he and not. we're not doing Silo Silo spoilers. We actually haven't even finished the first season. But yeah, he's not the sheriff. What is he in that? He remember. was like the right hand man to the original sheriff. Yes. Uh, but he never took the sheriff position. I, I mean, he ought to be, though. He was like the most seasoned cop in the silo, I would say. So, you know what? One of his roles he's known for the most, which is interesting, is the Mothman prophecies. Shout out again. That is right. So he's also in that, and that's one of the ones he's the most known for. Yes, and another correction. Yeah. Richard Gere, we were talking about because we were doing... Um, Primal Fear. Primal Fear in our last pod, and we were like, Richard Gere is in Mothman Prophecies. Laura Linney is also in Mothman That's Prophecies. <laughs> yes, I totally forgot yeah. when I was talking about it, but she is also in that movie. Yeah, And crazy. eventually we will do Mothman Prophecies. We will. Um I, Claudia loves that movie, and I've never seen it, so that'll another be one that's based on true events. Because mm-hmm. yeah, they labeled this movie <clears throat> as a pseudo documentary. Oh, did they online? Yes. Okay. Last person we can just mention that we haven't really talked about too much as far as actors is what did you think of Mila Jovovich as Abby Tyler? She's good. 
she is a soft talker. I feel like most of her lines were delivered like this. Or she'd be like, okay, yeah, I'll be right there. Soft talker or low talker? Soft, like breathy. Okay. Talker. So not low talker. Yeah. Like she had her moments where she would talk normal, but then sometimes she'd be like, yeah, okay, I'll be right there. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime, I don't think I've mentioned it in the first two pods, but any chance I get, I will mention anything Seinfeld related. Oh, so, yes. Right. So I was wondering if you meant low talker. Low talker. No. I mean, soft no, talker. she's soft. It's like yeah. breathy and yeah. and kind of, yeah. Uh, yeah she she's was, a good actress, though. She she mm-hmm. played because she was sane and then she was coming off insane. And, and she did well with both sides of that character. I think she did very well in some scenes. Some scenes, I feel like she didn't do as well mm-hmm. in this movie, mm-hmm. which she's good in other stuff. And she was still good in this, but I think it was a little inconsistent. Mm, certain fair. scenes certain scenes she was very good and then certain scenes she was just okay at least she was really good at playing a mama bear in the scenes yeah. where she had to defend her children yeah she'd be like having this like manic episode and then they would threaten taking her kids or, or whatever and she'd immediately like snap into no you're not you know yeah sort of situation but yeah you want to mention their her kids <sighs> now I, my one note is Abby's son, Ronnie, sucks. That's all I put. I mean. Like, dude, he's like. You're like. He's like. He see Kim saying he's like. Uh, yeah, 11? Dad did that better. I'm like, bro, you're saying that right in front of your Or he said, you know what I mean? Yes. Kids are know-it-alls. I'm like, come on. And they on. think that they've lived their lives and they know they've got it all figured out. 11-year-old that has no responsibilities. And is calling his mom out like she didn't lose her husband, right? Yeah. He's just such a twerp in this movie. <laughs> twerp, good word. <laughs> Thank you. It just came to me. Also, maybe he's just upset because his name is Ronnie. You know what I mean? Sorry, Ronnie's out there. Yeah, what if there's a Ronnie that's going to listen to this? I mean... It's okay if your name's Ronnie. I guess. I just, I know from personal, it's not personal, but from personal experience... I've never met a... Oh, that's not true. There's like one or two Ronnies that I've I've met that are nice. But the rest of them are total a-holes. Sorry. Mm, okay. But, I mean, if you're a fan of this pod and you're a Ronnie and you want to state your case, I'm here to listen. We, we, I'm sure you're very cool. Yeah. We thank anyone that listens to this. <laughs> yeah. Even if your name is Ronnie. Yeah. You're welcome here. Yeah. Thank you specifically to the Ronnies. If but there this are any. Ronnie? Not this Ronnie, though, in the movie can catch these hands i don't like him at yeah. all and like the police come in to take him away out of her custody and he's like mom let go of me let go i don't want to be with you this kid has no freaking idea i just it bothers me so i did not lose my least favorite character in this movie for sure i agree he's the worst her daughter ashley was <clears throat> i mean she's a little girl and she's so she said that she became blind when her father so mila jovovich abby is playing dr abby tyler in this movie and in the beginning we find out that her husband was quote unquote murdered in front of her in their bed, right? So ever since that happened, her daughter, whose name is Ashley, excuse me, has lost her eyesight due to trauma, which is something that does happen. People that experience an insane amount of trauma all at once can have physical ailments from it, um, which is so insane. It just shows you how strong the brain can be 
and how your body's physical chemistry can just go whack like if you experience some sort of trauma. Have you experienced that at all at your job with anyone? Not like onset blindness from trauma, no. For people that don't know, say your occupation. (laughs) I am Claudia Youngbar and I am an optician. Yes. Uh, No, I have not seen patients that have come in with blindness due to some kind of psychological. uh, But it can happen is the point. But it can. I mean, we've seen people lose their legs, like feeling in their legs from trauma. They become paraplegic for a certain amount of time. And then they just are able to walk again later or they never do. It's the brain is something that has not even, it's like the ocean. We still have a lot to learn about it. Yeah, for sure. All right. Notes. What did you draw this time for your notes? Oh, okay. So in my little doodle with my notes, I drew a UFO or a U, an UAP. A, a. UAP. Unidentified aerial phenomena. Right. Okay. With an alien inside of it. He's really cute. And he's got a (laughs) beam coming out of the bottom and he's cow tipping. A cow is like upside down, (laughs) levitating up into this UFO. I like, yeah, I like your uh, depiction of aliens because, yeah, he's just a cute little guy. They're cute. Yeah. I choose to believe that they're cute looking, Mm -hmm. even though I know they're terrifying. Just like angels, like biblically accurate angels. Yeah, for sure. So notes, do you want to start with any? Here, I'll go to one of mine since it's like it happened at the very beginning. Okay. Now this kind of goes in after, you know, you did some research after the movie. Yes. I wrote, was the director really interviewing this woman for real? And it seemed like he was, but then now when you did research, is she even a real person? Well, yeah. So the director is interviewing the quote real Abigail Taylor throughout this movie and side by side through the interview, the things that she is explaining, they're reenacting in the movie. Uh, So I was like, okay, is Abigail Tyler real? I keep saying Taylor. It's Abigail Tyler. Tyler, Is she real? I look it up and I actually found this article that I took a screenshot of. It's an article on um, people.com called Real Life Paranormal Activity in the Fourth Kind Fact or Fish Fiction? Question mark. It's by Karen Kwan. And she writes, when the film came out, the Wall Street Journal and other newspapers attempted to find background on Dr. Abigail T- She has Taylor in here. Is it Tyler? It says Tyler on IMDb. Okay. She wrote Abigail Taylor in here as well. So... She wrote Abigail Taylor, but it's Tyler on IMDb. Uh, So she continues, but results were vague. Reporters could locate no legitimate biography, and both the state licensing board and Alaska's Psychological Association had never heard of Dr. Tyler. Mm. So as far as we know, this person does not exist. See, and that's what I was saying to you when the movie finished and you started looking that up. If all that's for real and like, He's doing this quote unquote interview for the film. You know how they come out, even Mila Jovovich, the very beginning, says, This is all real. It's like, mm-hmm. if this all is like proven that they just made all this up for the movie, kind of makes it a lower movie for me. Yeah. Now, if they just didn't say anything and it's just like a straight up, uh, like open to interpretations. Yeah. Or, ju- or just like, Hey, we're making a movie. Like, right. This is fiction. That's cool. Yeah. Why would you, maybe somebody who, because obviously we're amateurs. Yeah, yeah, we don't, we don't have <laughs> t- 
technical film knowledge no. or background. Are there any directors or people that work in the film industry that could tell us why a director would claim that these stories right. and events were true and correct, but actually weren't? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Why would they say that? Because that's like the part of the movie that is just that is just a movie. Like if they would have just kept the whole thing in that way, mm-hmm. then I would have liked it better because it's just it's just entertaining. I agree. You know? Yeah. And I feel like that's what they should have done with this. Yeah. But then I, they try to make it this whole like, oh, this is all real stuff. This is kind of like you said, what did you call it? Pseudo documentary? Pseudo documentary is what yeah. it's coming up as. Right. Uh, I, yeah, I don't, I mean, other than to just get people to maybe portray the story a little bit differently and maybe just to make us more scared, making us think that it's true. Yeah. But I mean, the truth comes out eventually. And if right. it's not, I mean, then your whole perception on the movie changes. Isn't that kind of what they did with Blair Witch? But that all, was that actually, did that, I don't remember because that was a while ago. Did that actually come out as being anything real or all fake? I am not, I, I haven't done the research on Blair Witch, but I believe it's based on true events. And I mean, technically this is also based loosely on true yeah. events too, regardless if this Abigail Tyler is real or not. Yeah. People have UFO, UAP sightings oh, yeah, yeah. and I mean, all the time this mm-hmm. happens. The Blair Witch thing is just more scary to me because that's very close to where we live. Uh, Yes. Were they a little too close yeah, to where we live? Yeah, and not did they actually film it all there, or was it just where I can't remember if they actually filmed it all there or not? But I believe they did. Okay, just that—that's what made it more scary because it's it's not that far from us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't but toy yeah. with the powers of witchcraft. No, and absolutely not. Not in this house at all, because no. that is another thing. Hundred percent believe in those dark, oh, evil anything, powers. No. Anything involving satanic, the devil. Nothing. Yeah, that that's all real stuff. Yes. Be very, tread lightly. Yeah. Don't tread at all, actually, no. on those those things. Ouija board, stuff like that? Absolutely not. Bad idea. Don't ever do it. Absolutely not. I would never. No, and have not. What else do you have? You want me to go to the next one? Sure. All right. I just put uh, white owls, and it's interesting because they don't really explain the white owl thing. Yeah, it's just a phenomenon that everybody in this town, Nome, Alaska, is is seeing. They see an owl, and it stares at them for hours on end. But mm-hmm. then when these patients go under hypnosis, they talk about the owl, and then they're like, oh, wait, it's not really an owl. And it's smiling oh, right. at me. I don't like when it smiles at me. And you're like, hmm, so why the owl? Is yeah. it just because... Like an know. alien, like the dumb alien drawings look like owl eyes and it's really, I, guess, kind of, yeah. I don't know. I, it just bums me out because I love owls, especially <laughs> they just look, they're just so cool. Yes. White owls specifically. Well, just, the owl that they keep showing in the movie is a barn owl. Yes. And those are one of the most beautiful I know. owls. I love them. For sure. They're so, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm, I can't. I don't know. Como se dice? I don't know. When you look at an owl, like Majestic. a barn owl, yes, but also regal. Have you seen? If you, those of you listening, when you see an owl and it's looking at you, or it's looking somewhere else and it comes to look at you, the way that their head moves—it's kind of freaky. Is freaky. Yeah. Because it's so, and and you know they have that that they can do huge range of. It's neck not movement. full three hundred and sixty, but it's like almost close. Right? Yeah. 
I yeah. mean, they, they pretty much can go the whole way around, and it's insane. Oh, okay. I dissected owl poop in high school, though. Oh, really? Yes, in biology class. And it's basically like if you took a rat and you ground it up and dried it. It's just hair and mouse oh, bones. Oh, weird. Yeah, it's gross. What else do you have? I just want to talk about the climate of this town, Nome, the Alaska. climate, okay. Because in all the shots, it looks rainy and dark and depressing. Yeah. And immediately I thought, maybe these people are having disappearances and suicides because seasonal depression is a huge issue in this town because it's so dreary and gross there. Yeah. Like, I'm sure places that snow nonstop and places that rain nonstop have a much higher rate of mental illness because humans yeah. need sunshine. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I know that you, Jared specifically loves rainy, rain. cold days more than he likes a sunny, hot day. Yeah. I'm the opposite. I'm like Superman. My strength comes from the sun and I feel healed when I'm in sunlight. And being in a place like this, no wonder people are going missing yeah. and killing themselves. You know what I mean? But the, I mean, I think that is the climate in... Alaska. Yeah. Ugh. It's like in... I'm sure that Alaska sees sun. Like it's not... I don't, I don't think it's Seattle. Like Washington, Seattle raining is, yeah. constantly. I don't know much about the different parts of Alaska and what the climate is. I'm sure Alaska as a whole isn't like this, but I would never want to live somewhere that's cold and rainy and snowy all the time. I don't know. It'd be all right. Okay. Vampire. <laughs> all right. I put uh, the, the time. They keep showing 333. And I want to know if there's any significance to that. Did you notice that? I did. Seems like the abductions happen at 3.33 in the morning. Yeah. The movie doesn't expand on the significance of that time or that those numbers. I mean, we could give it a Google and see what the numbers 333 mean. If anything, I knew angel numbers would come up. Angel numbers? Yeah. Nothing comes up but angel numbers. The frequent appearance of the angel number 333 indicates a positive energy towards your quest. No. No help. What? No. (laughs) No help. And maybe, I don't know, maybe it's just a a good time. Maybe aliens, like, they feel their best at 333 in the morning earth time. Yeah, okay. I was just wondering because... when they're feeling the most freaky. Yeah. (laughs) I looked, I I made that a point and put in my notes pretty early on and then... As I was watching, I didn't see anything. They didn't. There's no like. They showed it a couple of times, and that's it. Yeah. They didn't explain it at all. Yeah. So I was wondering if there was any theories. Maybe someone knows that's listening. What that might be. Maybe. Uh, I also want to talk about Sheriff August. Dial it back, okay? I mean, the guy is like throwing chairs and shouting at this <laughs> poor woman when she's just trying so this to make is Will sense. Patton. Will Patton. Okay. 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 Right. So. The first uh, patient, Tommy, that is Dr. Abby's patient who she puts under and he has this freak out session recalling the events of the night that he so-called got abducted, uh, which is, I'll go into that a little bit, the fourth kind of alien interaction. There are, I guess, four, four kinds of alien interaction, the fourth being abduction. So when he goes through this... Do you want to go through all four of those? I you will. Should. I okay, will eventually, later. yes. Right. When he goes through that session and then she brings him back too, he is distraught, 
freaking out, just trying to calm down. And he won't really tell her what's going on. She's like, what did you see? What did you see? Uh, Can we just talk about this tomorrow? And she's like, sure, sure. And he goes home, ends up killing his entire family and then himself. Right. Right. And Sheriff August brings Abby in for questioning at the police station. And she, he's basically, he's like, would he have killed his entire family and himself if you wouldn't have put him under? And she's like, uh, if he had underlying psyche issues, it would have eventually manifested and he would have done it. And he's being just such a douche to her. You yeah, know? He and is. I know he's trying to make sense of what's going on. He's the furthest from a believer. That's the, why. Oh, yeah. Of everybody. That's even in at the this end. movie. Even at, I mean, no, he never buys it. And even with a police officer witnessing the abduction happening, he takes his her children away from him. Which that's one her. that's one thing I do like about the movie is they have people on like all the spectrums. Yes. He's the farthest from like, nope, no matter what, I'm not believing. Yeah. They have a lot of people in the middle, and yeah. then they have people very much believe. The non believer, the skeptics, and the believers. Yes. They have everybody yeah. represented so that in was this good. movie. Yes. But the temper. I mean, be professional. <laughs> he's a hot-headed cop. Yeah, he's upset. He's, he's just mad at himself because people keep dying in his town and he's not doing his job. He doesn't have to blame her. You know what I mean? Yeah, and they don't really show his personal life at all. And maybe he's just got a lot going on. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's why he has no hair. He's just been so angry. It all just fried off the top of his head. Yeah, he hasn't, he hasn't had hair. I feel like every movie I've seen him in, he doesn't really have hair. Yeah, I, I don't know. That was just a joke. Um, but I know that was rude. <sighs> okay. <laughs> and then the scene where Abby's daughter, Ashley, gets abducted. Yes. And they're in the room and he comes in. Where's Ashley at? She's like, she went missing. They took her. They took her from me. And he throws a chair at a mirror. <laughs> Calm yeah, that down. W- that was a little. That was a little too much. And then he's like, "You know what? I'm taking your son away from you too, bro." I feel like that was him, the actor, being like, "All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna win my, uh, my, my Oscar for this." And and I'm surprised the director was like, "Okay, cool." I feel like that was something he just did, and the director, I guess, was just like, just kept it in there. Right. I don't know. He overdid it. Yeah, I feel like he, yeah, he went too far. He's but, he, he will not have alien abduction in his town. <laughs> yeah. There better not be any aliens in think, Nome, Alaska, while Sheriff August. I think that's the only one, only time where it's like not as good of a performance. But yeah, he is generally very good. Yeah, act, like acting wise. And then she's all beat up in the hospital, and he's like, "I know that you're, you know, you probably just got probed and <laughs> beat up by right these extraterrestrial life." But here's a photo of your dead husband killing himself. I mean, read the room, you know? He said it a little bit nicer than that. He was like, he was like, I know in your mental state right now, you d- you don't want to see this, but it's something they have to show her. Why can't he just, I mean, she just woke up. Why can't he just wait a sec, like a little bit? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. So Abby, coming back to that scene where he's like, your husband wasn't murdered, he killed himself. Abby wakes up in the hospital room. She's been telling everybody that he's been murdered and she's been on... Sheriff August's case about finding the murderer of her husband. 
and he hasn't had any lead, leads at all. He keeps telling her, nobody, you know, you know what happened. And she's like, no, we don't know what happened. And apparently she's just completely shut down the idea that he might have killed himself. So he actually brings photographic evidence showing her that her husband did, in fact, shoot himself in the head. And she's like, no, he didn't do that. He wouldn't do that. I'm a psychologist. I would have seen the signs. Total denial about it. You see, I mean, you see a lot of things that totally support alien abduction and interference in this woman's life. But you could also also believe that she's just lost her mind since her husband died. Which, honestly, baby girl, I get it, you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't get it because I've never gone through something like that. But if something were to happen to you, I would probably end up in a loony bin because I'd be so just distraught and in complete denial about the whole situation. So I don't think we're allowed to say loony Ben anymore. Oh, are we not? I don't know. I actually don't know. <laughs> what I'm are just, we allowed to say? I know, I'm just assuming anymore. I'm assuming we're yeah. that's that's probably yeah. something we can't say anymore. In a mental institution? Yeah, there you go. Okay. Sorry for those of you that are listening from the mental institution. <laughs> Your feelings are valid and you are real people and I didn't mean to offend you. Yes. But, I mean, her feelings are justified. It's okay if, if she just needs to take a, a break. You know what I mean? Give this girl a break. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and then we eventually, at the end of the movie, find out that her daughter, you know, they, they do the credits at the end where they show all the facts about the movie, like mm-hmm. about the storyline and how Ashley's body was never recovered. No one knows whatever happened to her daughter. They never found a body. She never came home. So if the aliens took her, they never brought her back. Nome is the number one city in Alaska with over 2,000 visits from the FBI for missing people, unexplained disappearances, which has a significantly less population than Anchorage, which is the second most visited city in Alaska. So you learn that. Oh, and Nome can only be accessed via plane. You cannot get there taking a street or a train. I was wondering why she came in literally literally on Flying a plane. Flying a plane like it yeah. was just her, her I know, SUV. I like, why are you coming in that way? Yeah, yeah. All no, right, she, that makes sense. She flew in. She talks, says that in the beginning. You can only get there via plane. So it is a secluded area of Alaska. You can't just be like, hey, let's go to Nome and drive down. You can't get there. Uh, and then her son, Ronnie, no surprise, has remained estranged from his mother ever since he was taken from her at that house when Ashley disappeared. Yeah. Like I said, dumb little kid. But to go back to the different types of alien encounters, she explains, Dr. Abby explains that the first is when you see a UFO or a UAP. That's the first kind mm-hmm. The second kind is seeing evidence, such as crop circles or radiation. The third kind is when you make contact with an alien life. And then the fourth, of course, is abduction. Right. Right. I think we've all experienced the first, whether it be in person or via new footage that has come out from the government about UAPs. Yeah. Um, Hopefully no one has experienced any of the other three. Yeah, no, we're all in the first kind, at least. Yeah. At this point. That we, I mean, you know, they, you see videos about that pop up all over the place and you're just like, mm, I mean, sure. Who knows what to believe anymore? I know. With those things. No, no. It's, it's interesting though. So we have, uh, I have a couple more notes. I'm going to say the kind of closer to the beginning of the movie. When they're playing back the tape, 
the screams and the sounds that are on that, I think is probably one of the scariest parts of the movie. Oh my gosh, I know. Because it's not only the way she screams is really unsettling, yeah. but then like the other sounds too. The the actual voices of the alien life yeah. that you hear. Yeah. Sounds like that little voice changer thing that you had when you were a kid. It looked like a little megaphone, but you could change it and it's like, take me to your leaner. Like, <laughs> it's, like <laughs> it's what it sounded like, but yeah. like deeper. Very creepy and chilling to listen to. And then I wanted to talk about just because I thought it was interesting when the when uh, uh, what, what's his name? The doctor was talking about the Sumerians in general. I thought all that was interesting. Yeah. And tie that in. shout out to Sumerian. Sumerian Records. That was the label <laughs> my band was on at one point. <laughs> Rock and roll. But yeah, Sumerian language. The oldest, he's the uh, doctor in the movie says that it's the oldest language in history, dating even before Egyptian hieroglyphics were made. Yeah. So it's like the dead language of all dead languages. Yeah. And when he was talking, he was talking about some of even like the, what do you say, the imagery or the sculptures or different things have sort of a alien look to them specifically, I think. Yeah. He mentioned that too, which was interesting. How all of this stuff he was talking about could be seen at museums like today. Yeah, even just going, yeah, you could go to a museum and see all these. Yeah, mm -hmm. apparently. All of his information is science and fact-based. Yeah. And they even tie in the Bible with it too. Yeah, I appreciate they did tie in the Bible at least. <laughs> yeah. I didn't look up IMDb trivia. That's okay. I got some. You do? I got some. We'll do that in a little bit. You're going to do the trivia this time? You need time? to be a little bit closer to the mic. No, oh, okay. You're a little off to the side. It looks like your waveform. Let me, let me just mess As up. long as you're <laughs> straight onto it is the main thing. Okay. This is much better. So something else, my last note is just... Interesting, we don't even really see. You kind of do, but you don't really even get to see the aliens. Let me see them aliens. <laughs> <laughs> you know? You Show really, me the aliens, yeah. please. Yeah, no, I, I like a movie where I can see the yeah. director's adaptation of what an alien should look like or whoever's in charge of doing that, making the aliens. Yeah. Because I love to see everybody's different portrayals yeah, of cool. aliens. Yeah. There's one movie in particular I'm thinking of, and I can't remember which one, but you get like a flash of the alien in the room, and he's all lanky and tall and creepy. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Mm -hmm. What I wanted them to do- Signs. It was Signs, yeah. Signs has one of the creepiest- Yes. That you could see of an alien, yeah. I would Easily. say, for sure. Shout out to M. M. Night Shyamalan also. We will, that's another one we are going to go through all of his filmography. We will be doing a series on M. Night Shyamalan. Yes. Yeah, my my last note also was thinking, I'm like, we didn't see the aliens. And I was hoping we'd see an alien pop out and start dancing with a top hat on or something. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my baby. Hello, money. Hello, my rock Tom girl. Best. That's, the, that's one of the best, but I was hoping for something like that. Oh, my word. Oh, my word. That's such a good scene. I know. That's the oh best. Oh, my gosh. The top hat goes on in the spotlight. He's got the cane, too. He's got the cane, the, yes. The xenomorph. Yeah. So good. Any other notes? Nope. I don't have any other notes. Really? Yeah. All done already? Yeah. Most of my notes were just like me following <laughs> along with the movie and making sure that I 
was keeping track of what was happening here because there was a lot of stuff that I wanted to remember later. I don't really have much trivia. I just was looking real quick. Uh, the kind of has to do with, I think, kind of what you researched a little bit ago. Okay. So one of them is the quote on the in quotes real Dr. Abigail Tyler was played by the actress Charlotte Milchard in the end credits she appears credited as Dr. Abigail Tyler and in the final cast list with her real name but as one of the gnome residents. That's a little weird. Hmm. And then the other thing right below it, I think this is what you were researching. It says the movie hoaxed interviews have angered the families of real missing persons in and around Nome, Alaska for trivializing their loss. Melanie Edwards, vice president of Kawarak Incorporated, an organization representing tribal peoples in Alaska, described the movie as insensitive to family members of people who have gone missing in Nome over the years. Universal has refused to discuss the movie with that organization or with local journalists. So it seems like a lot of people were not happy about this movie. Yeah, I did hear about gnome residents coming out and talking about how offended they were that gnome was portrayed as a place that you know people came to basically die and just have these horrible crimes and missing people and you know i'm sure tourists yeah attraction probably went down or maybe it went up you know a lot of people probably went up that are into aliens and such maybe they went looking in gnome I love that it's called Gnome. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of trivia. It's just stuff like that that, again, I think is just, I feel like it makes the movie not as good because they're trying real hard to be like, this all for sure happened. And then the fact that we know it's like, now we know like this interview that literally the director is interviewing this Mm -hmm. woman that Mm -hmm. is not a real person maybe. Yeah. I don't know, stuff like that. It's like, if you're hammering home this kind of thing, it's like, this needs to all be something real if you're really trying to get... So again, it's like they kind of win the middle. It's like either go all the way, mm-hmm. be like, this is all for sure real, yeah. documented stuff. Yeah. Or go the whole other way, which I would have been fine with too. Like I was saying, it would just be entertaining then where it was just... There's just a movie about all these freaky abductions and stuff that happens, you know? Just do that then. That's what I don't like about it is they are kind of in the middle with that. Yeah. The end credits do not include, this is from IMDb, the end credits do not include the usual, the events and persons depicted in this film are fictitious or the film is based on real events section. Right. So it's like they don't confirm or deny, really. Yeah, that's annoying. It I is don't annoying. Know. I don't like it. Yeah. I, wanna, I don't want to have to go looking. Yeah, and that's what's frustrating because like that very first scene where the director is interviewing the woman, I'm like, okay, the way they made it look like, I'm like, all right, he really interviewed this woman. Yeah. And then you look up afterwards, I'm like, oh, cool, this didn't actually happen? Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's kind of dumb. Yeah. But yeah, this is this is good, though. We, I mean, we're this is part of the podcast as a whole, too. Like, everything we do is not going to be, like, amazing. First two movies we did, we really loved, especially Primal Fear. That was mm-hmm. great. This one, not as good. Yeah, they can't all be first-round picks. Exactly. <laughs> they can't. She's a big old broad. <laughs> she likes to wield it. No, and I mean... Wait, wait. The other guys? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's like, no, seriously, who is that? This is my wife. The no, old ball on. and chain. No, come on. Who is that? <laughs> Great movie. Holy crap. We should do that one. That, that would be a good comedy. It would, but it would just the whole time it would just be us quoting the whole movie. 
because okay. it's it's like one of the funniest movies ever. It is so good. So good. It has so many one-liners. Yeah. I mean, so many that I use on a regular basis. Yeah. For sure. No comment. But yes. But yes. <laughs> uh, oh, what's his name? I, I don't know why it always takes me a minute to remember the best. Okay, here we go. This is when people are going to start fighting me. I can name off all the actors in the it. I know everyone. The best man to ever play Batman is in the other guys. Oh, okay. See, yeah, that will be controversial, but Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. I love that, dude, because... Come fight me, okay? He, if you don't think Michael Keaton is the best Batman, catch me outside, and we can duke it out. I, I, I just love Michael Keaton because he does so much serious stuff, but then you see me the other guys, and he's hilarious. He is easily one, one of the, the best, best characters yeah. in that movie. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I mean... This is not other guys movie podcast so we should move on okay anything else fine no i mean even even if this movie you know wasn't true i still i'm a big fan of alien movies and especially when they're a little bit scary so i liked it i can't say that it's not like a bad it's not a bad movie i like more the sci-fi ones like actually alien that's what i like the most well yeah you're you're a sci-fi guy big time yeah which we will also do. That's Ridley Scott. That's another director. Mm-hmm. We're going to shout out a lot of these directors that we're eventually going to... Kind of the movies we're picking right now are more... I don't want to say like they're bad directors, but they're just directors that aren't as well-known that haven't done much. Mm-hmm. And then some of our favorite directors are ones that we kind of want to do a whole run-through, a whole filmography of. Yeah. So Ridley Scott is another one because I really like Ridley Scott. I know you do too, specifically Prometheus. Mm, my goodness. Prometheus is great. Such a good movie. So actually the reason why, so this one you picked, and the reason why is because, kind of what we talked about up top, just how weird it is now that like aliens in general are like... It's a hot topic right now. Yeah, in the public eye. Yes. In 2023, which is weird because... People are talking about it. They've been so hush-hush about it for so long, and now they're just out of nowhere. They're like, oh yeah, yeah, it's real. Yeah, we can confirm it. And that's why you're like, okay, now it's like... We can confirm that there has been contact with alien life since the 1930s. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. So just the fact they're doing that now, cool. it's like, it's kind of scary because then it's like, is there something even worse that they're not trying not to tell us? Like, all right, we'll tell you, we'll tell all y'all that aliens are real now because there's something way worse. That, I try not to dwell. I know. On yeah. the possibilities yeah, of what's actually happening. Exactly. The good old government. I wonder if you become president. Is that the first thing that they tell you? Like when you're elected into office, do they take you back into the Oval Office and they're like, okay, Mr. President, now that you are the leader of the free world, aliens are real and here's all the evidence that we have. I would become president just to learn that. Probably, but then like when they are not president anymore, like they got to not share anything for the rest of their lives. It's okay because Joe Biden doesn't remember yesterday, so they could probably tell him everything (laughs) and he would forget it by the next morning. Yeah, he might be like, what? Aliens? No way. Yeah. You mean illegal aliens? <laughs> <laughs> oh. We love we love America, though. I do. Yeah. Yeah. We do. This is my home. Even though they're... No, actually, no, you are. Puerto Rico's part yeah. of the yeah. United States. Yes. So. I just never think of it that way because... We are a United States province. I was even going to say Alaska, and then I was like, wait, that actually is also... That's a state. But Alaska. it's still part of the U.S. is what I is what I mean. But Alaska's a state, babe. 
So it is the United States. I know. I'm saying that's part of the 50 states. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But then Puerto Rico, I know, is not a state. Not a state. It's a province. But it's still part of... Correct. You don't need a passport to go to Puerto Rico. Right. But, I mean, it wouldn't matter anyway. I was born in Maryland, so I am a U.S. citizen. We'll go there one day. Yeah. Most definitely. I thought I would have more to talk about with this movie. I thought you would, too, actually. But, uh... Yeah, I mean, this is going to be... I wanted to do something that was different than the last two because the last two were such heavy hitters. Yeah. Like, as as films. And I didn't want to keep doing the same crime... No, that's why I said this is good. ...psychological thriller thing. I wanted to do something a little bit different this time. And I had... And also, I I thought it was good because I had a feeling this one... It's not like this is going to be as good as Primal Fear or Witness. So we don't want to just do like all five-star movies. We want to do some stuff that's more in between or more controversial that some people are like, that. Mo- I love that movie, and some people are like, I hate that movie. Mm-hmm. Should I do the whistle and see if it matches up with the ringtone? Oh, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> we were watching the movie. I, I went... <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it now. You're looking at me. Don't look at me. <laughs> I can't do it, Jared. You got the second note right that time, though. I can't do it. I'm just going to play it on my phone. Okay. I did it so perfectly twice before this you podcast. It. Yeah. And now I think it's the, the climate in your music studio. My lips, I can't do it. <laughs> How is this room any different than it the is, rest of our... It's your fault that we're here and I can't whistle. <laughs> okay. Are you saying my office is too much of a man? It's dry in here is what I'm saying. <laughs> it's too much of a of a man cave? Yeah. I hope that picked up. It looked like it didn't even come It looks come like through. it is. Look at it. I can't. I can't, can't hit that low. One. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's okay. I can. I'm a witness to it. I know you did it. You you did it like he was perfectly. There. He was there. It almost sounded like you were playing it off your phone. I know. Yeah. I've been called the songbird of my generation. Yes. Anything else on The Fourth Kind from 2009? The Fourth Kind? No. I would eventually like to do Encounters of the Fourth Kind. Is that what it's called? Close Encounters. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Third Kind, yes. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. I want to do that movie. That's another. Is that Spielberg Spielberg. also? So that'll be a part of our Spielberg. Yeah, we'll do Spielberg. Yeah. Um, Because I have not seen that movie. Okay, nice. Which is so weird for me. I think that that one's lower on the Spielberg list because he's done so many heaters, yeah. you know? I've just not, I guess, come around to it. Yeah. But I've pretty much seen every other Alien movie mm-hmm. that has made big waves. Yeah, that one That one I think is lower in general. Mm. But it's like you're going up against so many great movies. Yeah. It's like that one's just lower. But I haven't seen it in a long time either. But I think I remember liking it. But who knows? Yeah. I think it is lower on the overall, but... Okay. <clears throat> All right. We still have not come up with a name. No, that's okay. We're just... We're knocking out these pods. Yeah. Honestly, these are... Every podcast we've done so far has been a learning experience. So I truly believe if we keep doing it, it's just... it keep, It'll just keep getting better. We'll learn by trial and error and come up with cooler segments to do i guess for each of these 
Yeah. It's all part of the process. Yeah. yeah. Trust the process. Yes. For sure. So we're third one in now, and I've just been having you sign us off every time. So we're going to keep that going. So, Claudia. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>